enveloped by crashing waves and plummeting brand value, the NRL has played its last card in the pack. It has launched Rugby League Season 2019 as a new era, yet the game has extinction written all over it. Lurid sex tapes, Cameron Smith refusing to retire, the Roosters as premiers, it's truly sickening. But history tells us that Rugby League has always been able to crawl back out of the primordial slime of its own making if someone utters two magic words. Fire up and Shazam! And all would be right with the greatest game of all. Well, no longer. The game has been blasted back to the Stone Age and the two brontosauri that are Stephen Ferris and Chris Gale can't do anything about it. So welcome to New Fire Up, the new Coke of Rugby League Radio. Welcome to a Fire Up involving 33% less talk, 33% less music and 67% less comedy. Welcome to a Fire Up that has the go forward of the Adelaide Rams. Welcome to New Fire Up, the Jurassic Era. Chris, how good is Shazam? I mean, I asked you straight off the bat there, you know, how good is that? It's as good as Australians, Stephen. That's how good it is. Now, why are we not getting you properly? Let's try again. How's that, Stephen? Good morning, Chris Gale. You're sounding very, very deep and sonorous tonight, today. Hypnotising, mesmerising is your voice. Thank you very much. I'm working on it. I've actually, this is the best I've felt uh, since we've been doing this show this year. I'm clear-headed because not only am I reflecting on how good is Shazam, I've reflected on how good is Australia, yep. and I've come to a conclusion. Yeah, It's pretty good. How good is coffee? Oh, coffee is... Because <laughs> you're, you're back on the coffee. I had a coffee today, <laughs> the first legitimate coffee I've had in about a month. Look out, listeners. Wow. Look out. <laughs> uh, Zing. And, and ha- how good is Indigenous round, Chris? Oh, that, that's why I'm feeling good today, because uh, some people will argue it's been a very, very tough week or so in Australian history. Yes. But Indigenous round... When I saw the picture of Latrell Mitchell shaking hands on the front cover of The Astonisher with Buddy Franklin from I don't know where he comes from. Somewhere else. Handsome man. Seems to be playing... And a beautiful backdrop. uh, You know, seems to be playing a sport of some description, but um, it lifted me. And uh, I was brought a little down by Parramatta versus Penrith last night, but I'm still feeling pretty good. But talking about Indigenous, we've got some sad news today because someone's missing in action, aren't they? Uh, I I assume that's the case. Who's gone? Queen Vonnie. Oh, yes, yes. We um, uh, were... And I'm always thrilled to have Fox League uh, Spearhead, I think I should describe it, Yvonne Sampson as a guest in the studio, and she's unwell and will be joining us next week, but she particularly wanted to be here for Indigenous Round. Right. And we'll be able to reflect on all the pageantry, the pomp, and the gala nature of it with her next week on Fire Up. But you and I have the power to extend the round by one day. (laughs) It doesn't just go to next Thursday night at midnight. We can extend it on to the morning for Vani. We we certainly will. Okay. Now, talking of uh, Indigenous Round, uh, Latrell Mitchell, now... You and I broke the news here that uh, the man was being courted by many other uh, forces, uh, evil forces, according to Nick Politis and Brett Oten, but people who wanted his heart and soul and his, uh, well, with cash, a lot of cash. And, and his silky skills, geez, I think. Geez, was and that was, that really, I mean, it was, it just did his head in. It's trying to make a decision about which, you know, where are the big bucks? Where the, where is the loyalty? And Latrell couldn't even get out of bed. That was the well, sad news. Well, he opened up to the press, which is unusual for rugby league players. And he said, I'm having trouble getting out of, bed in the morning, um, simply weighed down by the concept of how much cash yes. uh, the forces of evil, a.k.a. the South Sydney Rabbitohs, are prepared to uh, shovel his way. And aren't the fans nervous, Chris? What Look, I didn't enjoy in any way, shape or form the Roosters trouncing the West Tigers a few weeks back at the old girl, the SCG, except for this. 
as Latrell scored every one of his 26 yeah. points, the Roosters fans were elated and out of their seats. And it's simultaneously, they were panicked about the prospect yes. that he might be taking his talents uh, to Redfern Oval. Dare I say, we take great comfort in that. Oh, well, it is. I mean... You know, talking about keeping your enemies closer, yes. if, if, you know, I have a lot is of... Is that it. your reason for going to Roosters games? That's right. I've got, to under, I've got to get into the belly of the beast yeah. to understand That's it. That's what you tell the tax department. Oh, well, I need to spend this money to keep my enemies closer. That's correct. I mean, I've had my issues with South in the past, but but if, if South benefit at the, at the cost of, let's say, the Roosters, it's not all bad. No, no. And Chris, how good are coal miners in North Queensland? They're, well, they are the backbone of the nation, like, Stephen. I mean, they're quiet. Yes. And they're Australian. They're quite Australian and they're coal miners. How good is a Darnie? Um, how good is a Darnie? Really? If, if I don't see a Darnie adorning the the um, Cowboys jersey Sponsored next year, yeah, because I think yeah. I think it used to be Toyota and they've closed the Tarago, so Toyota won't be advertising anymore. No, no. The Adani North Queensland Cowboys. And how good is the fit flopping of the Labor Party up in Queensland? Well, hey, a... she's sick of the chaos. Can I say Anastasia Palaszczuk? Turns out I can. Yes, you just did. <laughs> she Took is... you about a year to get better Zickley, but there you go. The the ink is about to dry on a contract that she's prepared to sign yes. because the future of our country, Stephen, is coal. You heard it here first. Yeah, and North Queensland Cowboys. Yeah. But it really, it does add more sort of fire, more spite to the upcoming state of origin matches where, where we, you know, in well, I don't know about you, but um, I come from a red zone, Grandler. Right. That adds to my fire against that North Queensland blue wash that happened. Not to mention... <laughs> The piss yellow catter section. Hello, Bob Catter. Hello, Bob Catter. You know there was a, a rock off between, you know, scissors paper rock between Bob Catter and Clive Palmer, as who got the rights to the, the, cana- the canary yellow and the urine yellow, and right. guess who won? Yeah, Catter. Bob Catter. Well, yeah, <laughs> Clive right. Palmer, sixty million. See you later. I had a look at the map, you know, because they like to do that in the United States. Is it a red state or a blue state? Yeah. I had a look at the Australian map, colour wise, but after the election, mm. if I was backing the red side. <laughs> wasn't much read on that map as far as I could see. Well, the bookies lost, surely. Well, I think one uh, organisation called Sportsbet paid out early on Labor. <laughs> <laughs> Clever buggers. Yeah. Now, this is Fire Up, and of course, we, we are, gee whiz, there's been some big issues this week, Chris, and uh, one of those, and we must give a language warning to the kiddies. Uh, li- little do we know that the, uh, the great space cowboy, Freddie Fittler, would have some great news, but gee, he's put himself in some hot water. Should we have a listen to what uh, Freddie had to say? Tom was Josh McGuire. I think my Josh McGuire will start at hooker. If they're all fit and Ben Hunt come off the bench, I think the big concern up there is uh, Ben Hunt can play 80 minutes. Um, he's such a good player. I nearly mm. stuffed that name right up. <laughs> I come said on. Hunt. I, I, I promise. I said Hunt. I promise. At least you let it go. That's great. No, she didn't. She's just looking at me like. We apologise to the kiddies on behalf of Freddie Fittler there and my mother, yeah, who I know is mother. listening. Yeah, yeah no, no. Yeah. Now look, uh, Carmichael Hunt. Uh, well, look, there's a lot of Carmichael Hunts in rugby league, and we've gone through them. Or Josh McGuire's a Carmichael Hunt. Andrew G. Thinking back Carmichael into the past. Hunt, Justin Hodges, Carmichael Hunt. <laughs> Queenslanders in total are Carmichael Hunt. I think uh, Redfern Pat would like to add uh, the name of Mitchell Moses to that particular right, pantheon. Okay. And uh, of course, Carmichael Hunt's now been benched officially. He's no longer with us. We don't even know who he is anymore. So we use the appellation Carmichael Hunt for uh, alluding to a certain word, Michael Luck to yeah. another word. But who who knows? Mm. I mean, language is constantly evolving, yeah, Steve. the lexicon is changing. So when did it become when two teams are playing each other, it used to be Tigers versus... 
Cowboys. Yes. Now apparently it's Tigers versus Cowboys. Is that right? And, and kiddies go, who are we versing today? Yes. And we yes, go, that's not versing? a word. Yeah, yeah. But not language is. It, it yes. evolves. And like two DJs working together are versing. Right. That so, doesn't make sense. So if you need, if you need a euphemism for the word that we're thinking of and yeah. you use Carmichael Hunt, yeah. the layperson has no idea who this person is. It has to be current, is. Chris. Right. No one knows who Carmichael Hunt is because no. apparently he plays a thing called Rugby Union now. Exactly. So, right? it's, it's, so that's gone from the national lexicon. He's a code hopper. Space Cowboy Freddie Fritler says, yeah. I will assist in the evolution heads-on of the language yes. and brings in Ben Hunt as a very, very able and adroit substitute yes, yes, for yes. Carmichael. So Ben Hunt. Come on down, Ben Hunt. Dare I say, if... if if anybody's on the on the pulse, got their finger on it, Freddie Fittler really knows what's going on. His wife has a, a coffee shop called The Canteen mm-hmm. with a K. Well, that's the way it's done, Chris. Okay, all right. You know, I was seeing. A, you know, I went to that William Yang thing, Stephen, about the history of the party scene in Sydney, and, yeah. and old King's sauna or King's sauna at Kensington. Its initials were KKK. Yeah. That, that's subversion. Didn't, didn't seem to bother them. They're perfect. No, Love no. it. Fire up back in a and second. And everywhere we go, we had 25,000 people in New York City. I asked them, are you fired up? And they were all fired up. And I asked them, are you ready to go? And they're all ready to go. Slow down when you're looking to get thrown in a can. Like driving 90 mile an hour, getting speeding tickets from the man. But I'm just mad about this girl. But she's gone and I'm out of the world I just laid a patch of rubber down the road about a quarter mile long Cause I'm all fired up, I'm all fired up and lonesome Yeah, I'm getting all fired up and lonesome Feeling my wild oats Gonna take me a little sightseeing trip. And I ask you, how good is Junior Brown? How good are sightseeing trips, Chris Gale? Do you remember when uh, there was that issue at Triple J and NWA and they played Express Yourself for 24 hours on yeah, a loop? Yes. We've had a petition arrive on our desk saying, yes. instead of you guys talking for 40 minutes, could we just play Junior Brown on all loop. fired up on loop? And, and i got to say, that sounds like pretty good to me. It gets better every hearing. Oh, wow. How good is Cooper Cronk? I remember when Cooper Cronk first moved to halfback at the Melbourne Storm. And I watched his side, watched his game at halfback and analysed it. I don't think he'd ever played there before. He'd played a bit of wing and hooker and different positions mm. around. It was a bench player here and it played. he was sort of you know, trying to find his feet in the NRL. And he looked like a mechanical halfback at the time, like a manufactured halfback. He didn't look comfortable in the role. But full credit goes to he and his coach. <laughs> you, you know, he's not. Yes, he could be mechanical and he could be created and manufactured. But Chris, uh, I believe, and he believes, I think we understand the, the subtext of the story here, that he actually arrived from another planet. Now, we all understand the myth of Superman or the story of Superman, really, because he could be real. He probably is real. He is Cooper Cronk. I think that there's a very, very strong links, Stephen. And I mean, you know. We've always thought that the Melbourne Storm plays as cyborgs, robots, etc. Well, laboratory created, and, yes. and as I say, if you look at Nelson Asafa Solomona, you'd agree with that theory. Can but, you say that one more time for me? <laughs> Nelson Asafa Solomona. Fantastic. But, but Cooper is different, and we know Cooper that because different. he was excluded from the Storm environment ultimately. Yeah. 
He's yeah. been consistently hazed at the Roosters, has to clean up the well, locker room. You remember room when Cooper was a five-year-old? He used to look at himself in the mirror and go, what is, what is wrong with me? I Why are they picking me? I am different. Why am I able to jump over this farmhouse? Exactly. His parents would go, don't worry, you've got special skills. You're good. You're normal. Th- that's right. And we, we're just going to send you to football school yeah. first, but yeah. you'll have a calling later in life. And now, one day you'll play a grand final with one arm that's, and you'll win it. And goes, easily. Really? Really? <laughs> and he was looking imploringly at the parents going, are you really my parents? And, and, the, and the question, of course, is, was he actually injured? Now... He has announced his retirement because he, he's obviously not liked at the Roosters and, and he's being hazed. When you're special, you don't have to be liked, Chris. And like we've actually heard from Cooper before, and, and funnily enough, this was the same press conference that he gave on his retirement earlier this week. Wow. Have you mended the bridge with Cameron? Um, no, look, there's conversations that, that happen, but um, yeah, our, our relationship is, is fine. Um, for, I can only speak from my point of view. Um, sometimes when you're in rugby league, you hear stories about other stories, and um, some of them aren't true. But um, yeah, look, if we some ever aren't. caught up, some are and some aren't. But if we ever caught up, there'd be no hostility between us. You don't call of, each other this, Cooper Crock, it's a mystery. It's a mystery unraveling. I, look, we have a theory, don't we, Chris? Yeah, I have to. By cl- way of clarification, Stephen, mm-hmm. that wasn't his press conference. That's been lost. Well, we it? might we might be able to find audio later. I'm not sure. Okay, that was actually him on NRL 360, yes. talking about his relationship mm. with Cameron Smith. Right, right, and they were teammates. They were brothers in arms, and suddenly they're yes. rent asunder. Schism, and that's because he is different. Yes, and and. What do you think the source of the difference is? Well, I mean, to start with, if, 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 if my theory is correct, much like Superman, he arrived in some sort of pod in a swamp somewhere in, north of Stradbroke Island and a couple of, uh, you know, Mr. Mr. Average found this you know, little boy breaking out of this pod, you know, naked as he was or in some sort of swaddling clothing from the planet Cronk, yeah. you know, <laughs> and they read him as a little boy. Like Krypton yeah. Cronkton. But the, the, the th- thing is, though, he's, he's got a mission. You know, he's a messiah. He's, he's, uh, and he's not the messiah from the Shire. He's the messiah from some other Shire north of Brisbane. And he's got a mission to repair the world, Chris. Okay, so the, a little bit like the Clark Kent persona, yeah. um, Smallville, small town, yes. then does journalism, ends up working for the Daily Planet. Yes. Cooper's been under deep cover yes. in relation to playing rugby league. Yes. And now has seen the time to, to do the shift. Yeah. Now, Krypton in Superman was a planet that blew apart because, let's face it, climate change. Yes. Cooper has looked at the results of this week's election. Yes. He's seen the light on the hill. He's identified that light on the hill as Zali Stegel. Right. right? Yes. And he is now going to be a champion to save this yeah. planet. He's going to be a green hero. Yeah, yes. to, to avoid the uh, potential destruction yes, associated yes, with yes, climate change. Yes. And you and I both know for every hero, there's a menace. There's the flip side. There's the evil side who want to bring that hero down because, they're, well, that's the story of life, the story of the universe. Someone who's relentlessly vanilla, yes. relentlessly consistent, yes. relentlessly says benign, uncontroversial things because yes. they have a hidden agenda. There's a hidden agenda. There's a cover-up here, isn't yeah. there? And yeah, and if, if there are forces of good, there are forces of evil. Yes. And that's who he's talking about. He said there'd be no hostility right. if he bumped into Cameron Smith, but that's just... You know, masking the fact that there's deep hostility. Do we have more? I've got more evidence. Yeah. Cameron Smith tweeted this this week. Tell me. Congratulations, Coops. Notice that. Not Cooper, but no, Coops. No, no, familiarity. No, bonding, yeah. On an incredible career to date. Mm. Doesn't seem that long ago we were ripping around in the old Kingswood as teenagers. Ah, Chris. 
the memories. Yeah, see, I think you were saying like you and me used to get around in a Tirana. Tirana, yeah. It was a GTR, I think it yeah, was. Yeah. But not a Tirago because they've gone. No. <laughs> your long list of achievements since then is a credit to you and your family. Yes. Looking forward to a few more Who, battles. Chris, whoever they may they be. be. right? Looking forward to a few more battles before the year is out. Right. Let's face it. The future of this planet will be determined <gasps> in large part by Cooper versus Cam. Cooper versus Cam. Yeah. Good versus evil. This, this is Keanu Reeves versus uh, Pacino. Uh, Keanu Reeves versus Pacino. Yeah. I, I, can, I can think of um, Pacino and De Niro in Heat. I've never seen Reeves versus Pacino. That devil movie, yes, you're right. whatever it's called. Hey, look, text in if anybody knows the devil film. 0409945945. And it's, it's, and it's we want the, your input. And it's not the one where Pacino goes, hoo No, it's not that one. No, no. <laughs> but he is, he's got funny fingernails and everything. But like, if this is a battle De Niro the, played the devil too. Angel Heart. Uh, Angel Heart with Angel uh, Heart. Mickey Rourke and Lisa Bonet. The devil's advocate, the devil's advocate. came in straight away by our rugged listeners out there. Right. But now, if it's the battle for the planet, yeah. it's not just going to be superhuman versus devil figure. Right. You need you need the animal kingdom. <laughs> represented. Rep- represented. Now, where are we going to find a representative from the animal kingdom? Well, I go back to last Saturday's election, Stephen. The Messiah from the Shire. The Messiah from How the Shire. How good is the Messiah from the Shire? The Messiah from the Shire is fantastic because yeah. he's just a knockabout goofy dad. Yes. Right. But he wasn't. The goofy dad was. Not, did, no. he, he wasn't going to win on Saturday. No. So where where did his strength come from? Paul Gallen tweeted. Paul Gallen. Paul Gallen tweeted on Saturday. Yeah. Vote for Scomo. Yeah. And here's what happened. Oh, this Saturday, Gus, I, uh, I post an Instagram picture in the morning saying, vote for ScoMo, and I text him that night saying, if you come home and win this, I'm, I'm claiming some of the victory. He texts me back at like two minutes later. Straight away, it goes, mate, you're a legend. Thanks for that. No, he thanks you for your support too. Let's have a listen to something oh, he, he said he? Oh, to oh, our oh, reporter oh, outside oh, the ground. Inspiration yesterday before the election. Before the election. And... Uh, Got a lovely message from Gal and, and Bomber and everyone. So, you know, I'm always pleased to support them, and it was so nice that uh, they sent me that support yesterday. Look, between the forces of evil, heavenly and on earth, uh, and good, we've got a massive battle on our hands here. So there's Gal, the most losingest player ever. He's yes. got the, he got the plaque the other day, correct? Correct. And uh, does uh, that come from longevity or just from losing a lot? Th- th- both. Both. Um, and uh, it was presented at the game ball afterwards. Uh, most people weren't there when the Sharks had gone down to Manly. <laughs> Gal has announced he's retiring. Cameron Smith bangs on. If Smith plays about another 10 years, he will have lost more games than Gal. So that must worry him. Well, I think Gal will come out of retirement to reclaim the title. He's the most losingest man ever in rugby league. Provided he wins the shorter-term battle. So as we said, we've got Cooper defending the planet, Cameron wanting to unwind the planet and, and wreak havoc in his image. The animal kingdom needs representation. So, and, and when you say animal kingdom, we're not talking about deers here. We're talking about ugly beasts. <laughs> we need beasts. We need beasts to beasts represent, them, represent the planet as it really is. And we all know that they're built on a toxic swamp there. You've yes. seen the film Godzilla. I have. You know, Godzilla used to... Well, his energy came from... I'm assuming it's to him. Is that because... Only men are bad. His energy came from nuclear energy. Atomic testing. Atomic testing. And Gal's comes from the toxic swamp down in Cronulla. ScoMo gets his strength from Gal. What does that tell you? <laughs> We're in trouble, Chris. Big right. trouble. Right. But the, the original conception of Godzilla be, was, was that he was the enemy. Yeah. But as Godzilla King of Monsters hits our screens, yeah. based on the great classic Destroy All Monsters Can't kill film, him. Right, <laughs> it's actually Godzilla that defends us against Rodan and Mothra. Right. It is the... The alliance oh. of Gal and Cooper to take on Cameron Smith, Smith 
It'll make Game of Thrones look like a schoolyard wow. scrap, Stephen. This is, this holy is, wars. Holy wars are upon us, Chris. <laughs> and, uh, and all I can say is, to set this whole thing in motion, how good are quiet Australians and their support of aliens? Smoke, loving the aliens. So this song walks out Cooper Cronk from Cronkton. The planet Cronkton. Planet Cronkton. Now, we've had a few complaints about your microphone, Chris. We've changed mics. We hope that's okay. If anybody's listening, that's all they're concerned about because we are concerned. Please text in on 0409 This is Fire Up. And Chris, because people didn't hear the, the Holy Wars, we want to just clarify it in a very simple terms here. Tell us, we've got this almighty battle going with Cam the Devil, number one, in yes. one corner, yes. This is, this is like the old Phantom comics for those who came in late, you know, 400 years ago on the Bengali coast. Yeah. Right? I appreciate people texting in about my microphone issues because yep. they're saying we can't hear him and it's improved the show immeasurably. Keep up with the good work. So thank you to all the listeners out there. It hasn't affected our supportership just yet, Chris, and, but and, uh, we could get there. And, and like Game of Thrones, it's a complicated narrative, Stephen. Okay, so Cam the Devil. Yeah, Got Cam that. is the Devil. We've known that. He represents wa- evil. Yeah, he represents the forces of evil. Pull down the planet. You know, Tear the planet apart, okay. let the climate go, you know, yep. bring on the coal, quiet yeah. Australians, dot, yeah. dot, dot. Superman. Who has been hiding as a rugby league player, a.k.a. Yeah. Cooper Cronk, Cooper from the planet Crompton. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And he's, he's now ready to assume the mantle of battle because the election message has said it's time. Yeah, and he's a green, a green warrior, a green saviour. He's a green warrior. Because coal has been lauded as king. Right. But it's not just a battle of humans. It's a yeah. battle of all the animal kingdom. Wow. And we needed a representative from the animal kingdom. <laughs> and we have the most losingest player ever in rugby league. Paul Gallen, affected by the toxic up. swamp. Yeah. He is Godzilla. Who has put in... I don't know why he's supported ScoMo, except he's just a, a supporter. That was just to demonstrate his power. His power, right. Okay. And, and, and the, the complex narrative is resolved this way. Yeah. Godzilla, a.k.a. Gal. Yeah. And Superman, a.k.a. Cooper Cronk, yeah. take on the devil Cameron Smith. A.k.a. Al Pacino and Robert De Niro. Yep. Yeah. Holy Wars. Yes. To save the planet yeah. so that in three years' time, yes. we can have what at, the Australian people want. At the next election. What the Australian people need. Yes. Is a rugby league-based election. Right. ScoMo, Cronulla Southern Sharks. Versus v, Albo, Albo, South Albo, City Rabbitohs. South Sydney Rabbitohs. Housing Commission, Supreme Lord. Overlord. And, and if, you think, if you think really, really hard about that proposition... Yeah. ScoMo versus Albo, Sharks versus Rabbits, yeah. we are facing 
a lose-lose situation for this country. Indeed we are. And There's no winners here. And that's what Rugby League is about because, remember, every year, 15 out of 16 teams lose. loses. Lose. Just get that in your heads, fans. <laughs> it's not a winning game. It's not a winning game. It's a game. It, look, it's a cruel mistress, as they say. <laughs> rugby League. We love Rugby League. Um, gee whiz, have we got to any Rugby League that happened on the weekend yet, Chris, or is happening this weekend, Chris? No, so why don't we go to the uh, the favourite little serial. Yes. The fourth entity, The Life and Times. Yes, Okay. And now, it's time for the latest instalment of The Life and Times of Gus Gould. Nice. I went out to the Hawkesby to see the horses trial this morning. Yep. Sat through the trials, went and had a bit of lunch with a mate at Penrith and went over to see my mother and drove down here to Channel 9 to see you and Dan and 100% footy tonight. I'm... Does Mum listen to the podcast? She doesn't know what a podcast is, no. And that was the latest instalment of The Life and Times of Gus Gould. See, Chris, this is another day. We believed that Gus Gould was going to be the fourth entity in this holy war. Gus has now taken his slipper and his pipe and he's just had, he's, he's on permanent Mother's Day. Yes, and, and we've been speculating in terms of the on-field results, which we've you know drawn a discreet veil over so far based on our team's performance last weekend, particularly St. George Illawarra. Particularly St. George Illawarra. The Penrith, who've been dwelling in the cellar that is the rugby league table. Yeah. They came good last night. Finally, and they it's, won. It's it, it will be forever known their sixteen points to ten victory over the Parramatta Eels yeah. as their first victory in the post Gould era. Yes, that's that's one of the eye for that uh, that Siva character who has been absolutely bashing heads the last two weeks. Yeah, well, that's right. No, no wonder the planet is up for grabs, grabs if Gus yeah. Gould is uh, not on his he's uh, night walked, watch. He's walked away, so he's it's chaos ensues, Chris. Yeah, you yeah. know that there's no watchman. Uh, now the, the the Penrith problems, of course, there was a mystery unsolved. We didn't know what was actually driving Penrith through the bottom of the ladder. But what was revealed? I think something was revealed. Probably a few things that you need to fix at the moment. Where do you start? Yeah, well, what you're seeing on the field is an outcome um, of, uh, yeah, I guess deeper, deeper issues. So um, obviously, I think the last three weeks have pretty much shown that our um, uh, on the field that uh, yeah, there's some there's some things deeper down that um, you know we've got to we've got to find out and. You know, I've uh, worked out quite a few things probably in the last last month. You know, um, that uh, has given us a plan going forward. And we've got that plan, and looking forward to getting into it. Can you elaborate on some of those deeper issues? No, I'm not going to do that. They're going forward, Chris. And what was the issue that we've rooted out? What is the truth of what was driving Penrith to the bottom of the ladder? Please tell me. Please reveal all. Well, it's interesting that you use the word root. Yes. Um, so there was Ivan I, I, I his press conference saying, yeah, we're stuffed, there are deeper issues, uh, but we've got a plan, I'm not going to share it with you. He, tell, he told nothing, us nothing in that press conference except vote for Nathan for Origin. Yes. Off the back of last night's win, because oh, let's face clean, it, did he? rugby league is a winner's game. It it's always has game. been a winner's game. He's come clean. And he's actually gone where no one expected him to go, and that, of course, is the Penrith sex tape scandal. Which is what brought them undone. So he's brought it up again to say that was the reason why we were undone from the beginning. And, and you have to admire him yeah. that he's been able to hold his tongue and yeah. not blame all the losses on the sex tape until yeah. he gets a win. Now, it, it's canny coaching, you know. Canny coaching. Now, and he's pointing the finger at Tyrone May. Is that correct? No, no I don't think that's, I don't think Allegedly, that's exactly right. No. What, what's happened here, and this is subtle, Steve, and, and, okay. and, and, and it's a little close to home, is that Tyrone May is currently, along with Jack DeBellin, yeah. uh, stood down under the no-fault stand-down rule because he's been charged with matters relating to the dis. Distribution, the distribution of a sex tape that was filmed consensually. Right. So there's a distinction between, and this takes me back to you hosting me 
for a little Don's party on Saturday night Saturday, for yeah, the election yeah. coverage. Well, that, unbeknownst to you, of course, once you've got your, te- your gear off and your tackle was out, I was filming that whole thing no, no, just in case there was some, a need for no, use no, later you, on. You're trying to protect me, Stephen, and there's, there's some, there's some rumours swirling about people being protected at Penrith. Don't protect me. No, okay. I consented to the filming. You did. I didn't consent to your distribution. That's right. There's a big difference, yeah. Right. If we have it for fun, for our own pleasure. Yes. Yes. So my theory, therefore, is is there's a distinction between players that are charged with distribution and those involved with consent, and that's the distinction that's been drawn with Penrith. Yes. And how well is it going? Well, they're three and eight. That's how well it's going. Wow. Um, so, But he is sort of saying Tyrone May is a Ben Hunt, but we're awaiting the actual outcome of this particular <laughs> accusation. Is that right? That's, that's right. Right, okay. Uh, and uh, gee whiz, and DeBellin, he's gone from bad to worse. Who was in there to witness that? And Barrican support him the other day at the court case, Chris. Okay, so there was a really interesting uh, attendance at the federal court. I'm not sure what's where they were, whether they were just interested observers. But yeah. I think the narrative around this has uh, been quite interesting. Um, Coach McGregor said that he was preparing for the game up at Glen Willow Oval Mudgee against the resurgent Newcastle Knights and on this he a dreamer or what? I know that Jack was going to play. <sighs> So, yeah, right. I mean, th- there would be some 17th player who would have got late notice saying you, you're running on some. Because the intricacies of the was Supreme Court, was it? Uh, federal. Federal Court. I'm sure Mary's right across that. Yes. He's right across the NRL legal team as well. Well, he would have been extensively briefed. Exactly. Yeah, incorrectly briefed, but extensively. Incorrectly briefed. So but you, you were preparing, and so what you had was this, um, it'll be a telly movie at some stage. You've got Jack being counselled, not at the court. You've got the players in the air on yeah. the way to Mudgee. Yeah, yeah, not knowing what, what the results are. And then interested observers in the court to hear yeah, the decision. Yeah, they, yeah. Now, they included some logical attendees. Yeah. Colin Love, former Australian Rugby League chair. Chairman, yeah. Then it goes a little bit strange. Yeah. Mark Latham from well, One Nation. he's a distributor of hate and idiocy, isn't he? And surely he should be charged with that? Mark Latham is such a comedian. He was on the Matty John show really? on the segment, How to Make Rugby League Great Again. And here's an insight for yeah, you. Yeah. Here's, here's something you will never have heard. Mark, how do you fix rugby league? Yeah. Bring back the biff. Wow. Because he was with Matty Johns, right? That's right? So that was his funny little nod to Matty. Yes. Great. Uh, who else was at this hearing? Stephen Dank. See, well, he was a distributor as well, wasn't he? <laughs> He was involved in the distribution. With his, with his gazelle-like pal? To be fair, he was the other um, dimension of toxicity down at the swamp, really. Right, that's he? right, yeah. I mean, Godzilla fueled by uh, toxic swamp and dank. Yes, and before I get to the distribution of said sort of uh, en- enhancements or performing uh, enhancing drugs, etc., how good are franking credits, Chris? <laughs> how good are franking credits, I ask you? Hey? It, there were two things that... Um, I thrust the coalition into victory from the un, unwinnable position on Saturday. Yeah. One was, uh, it turns out it was Gal's Instagram post. Yes. He was me thinking it was a tweet. How yeah. unsophisticated am I? Instagram post, yeah. Which was simply vote for ScoMo. It's done, done and, and dusted. And if you actually go to the post, mm-hmm. what did it say? Hashtag Franken credits. Yeah. And, and people, you, he's got about 8 million followers, hasn't he? <laughs> people were just stopping me in the street, yeah. all in the lead up to the election, yeah, yeah. saying, I'm worried about the Franken credits in my pocket. Look, yeah, I had, to, yeah, I had to go back to my accountants, accountants I should say, my Franken credits. How are they looking? How are they looking? <laughs> You know, and really, Labor needs some advising, doesn't it? Dave? Who, do we, who do they turn to? Cooper Cronk. No, Mal, Mal Meninga. Oh, Mal Meninga. And Mal Meninga said, I don't know what you're talking about, but I'm say, telling the Titans they're buggered. <laughs> right? so, so you're referring to the fact that the Gold Coast Titans, who are now doing worse than the Penrith Panthers, yes. think about that. Yeah, yeah. Think about how bad that is, right? <laughs> that they've established, as the Labor Party has, yeah. a, br- <laughs> a root and branch. There's that word again. Root, root and, and branch, branch review. Yeah, review, yeah. 
Garth Brennan yeah. is being reviewed by the director of performance, Mel Meninga. Oh, God. So Mel has to review his own performance yeah. first, and yeah. he's going to go, I'm good. Yeah. And he's going to get to Garth Brennan, yeah. Yeah, so and his report will be pithy. It'll yeah. be, you're buggered. Can that be like Trump, you're fired? Yes. You're buggered? You're buggered. Mel Meninga, you're buggered, and you're buggered. <laughs> and so he, Mel has been signed on simultaneously by the Australian Labor Party, yeah. and he's already about their election yeah. performance, and he's already delivered the report, you're buggered. Because he lines all up in a cold room and puts a, a blast of hot, uh, cold water on them, right? Because you're all bugging, I'm going to fix it. You're bugging, and you're bugging. you know, plebiscite bugging, elbow bugging. Okay, Chris Bowen bugging, bugging. There's got to be a turning point. Chalmers, Joe Chalmers, or whoever he was. Now bugged. Now this man, Stephen Dank. <laughs> He had a, a pal called the Gazelle. They used to pull up their, their I think it was a ute of some sort, and they'd lift up the back, and there'd be all these pharmaceuticals. It was a Turaga, which is now so gone. what happened to them. <laughs> um, but recently, rugby league has been, uh, the, you know, the light's been shone on some dark and murky corners, sticky little spots, you know. Uh, Rapagil. Rapagil is uh, generally used for inflammation on horses. <laughs> Yes. Now, I believe we've seen winks loitering around the back sheds of some of the rugby league stadiums trying to flog this stuff to rugby league players. Well, what's happening? Every, you know, they always say, what's the, what's the uh, post-career options for a rugby league player? Yes. It's the media or barista. Yeah. Yes, that's right. right yes. So for a, a successful mayor like Winks, yeah. um, there are two options. Getting buggered. <laughs> right? Yeah. You know, for $100,000 yeah. per go. Yeah. <laughs> or moving into the, the murky yeah. um, enhancements so, and uh, uh, application I, anointments market. I imagine that Winx is sort of, you know, not wearing her colours. She's not sort of showing herself. So she's, she, you know, Leichhardt Oval behind the sheds there. There's Winx with a nudge, nudge, wink, wink, and a little box of Rapagil, and I've got more in the car if you need it type thing, can right? Can you imagine? Works on horses, she says. Can you imagine an unbeknowing... Canterbury Bankstown player going to the Belmore <laughs> car park and suddenly he's... <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. And, and, and there's weeks with a rapid gel. So surely this is not recommended for humans. Well, it actually says on the packet for animal treatment only. Only, right. Okay. And it's and apparently... But it's lower cost than Voltaren and the like. Right. Right. Yes, and yeah. rugby league players are known to be careful Skinfins, with their money. Yeah, yeah. You can go into chemist warehouse and get Voltaren for about forty bucks a pack. Right, right. Rapid gel is at pet warehouse for yeah. about twenty four bucks. Right now, totally. If you don't want to turn to the horse for your, uh, your your medication, you might turn to you know if you're the roosters, for example. You know, you <laughs> right. might go to NASA, or if you're a business, you might go to NASA because you've got the money, right? That's right. So NASA have been helping out too, but in this particular case with Daly Cherry Evans, the man with the funniest head and neck in rugby league. What was his What's his problem? He's trying to get back on the field, correct? Yeah, yeah. So I think the uh, the evil uh, spectre of syndesmosis reared its head where ah, Daly was concerned. Yes, yes. And Tessie Hazel is a known innovator. I mean, he's using drones at the moment. You've heard about the Wheel of Misfortune? No, I have not. So if you turn up late for training, you have to spin Des's Wheel of Misfortune and there are various penalties. Punishments, right. The worst one being you have to wash Des's car. Jesus, where does he take his yeah. car? You know, and he's been up in ca- calves' livers and calves' blood and drones and, you know, cherry pickers and the whole deal. He's actually struck a relationship with NASA to get Cherry Evans right. Now, it's the anti-grav uh, treadmill, yeah, and there's the icing technology called, you know, get ready or something like that. And yet, whenever you hear of astronauts coming back to Earth, they're always weaker because they haven't had any gravity. There's no pressure on their bodies, and they can hardly walk. But they're fit humans, you see. If, oh. you got, if, if the astronauts went up bruised and battered with syndesmosis, the no first good. thing is those things would get better quicker. Oh, would they? Yeah. Now, the very interesting thing is since Daily Cherry Evans started this NASA treatment, no one's seen him publicly. I'm not dismissing that Des, the innovator down there at the Demandles with Narrabeen, mm. actually has Daily Cherry Evans rehabbing the syndesmosis mm. actually on the moon. Wow. And the anti-gravity treadmill is just a furphy. Right. 
Daly is up above us right now, yeah. doing his damnedest to get back for Origin. And he will be back too. He will be back. A bit of rapage wouldn't hurt either. <laughs> hey, listen, in this time of Holy Wars, we'll be back with, uh, with Yvonne Sampson next week here on Fire Up. Looking forward to it. Chris, thank you very much for your time. Thank you, Stephen. I can't wait. Can't wait. How good is Fire Up? How good is FBI? <laughs> So tune in again next week when we invite a veritable breadline of nobodies and wannabes to flesh out another rip-snotting roundup of rugby league shenanigans, slander and smut right here at the home of radio's most fatuous footy confab. Fire!